And that right there, you could tell how much their employees appreciated that. Like that extra add-on value that the company, I can't say their name, was providing to their employees. But as an employee, if you're you're getting recruiting to a large company and you got a student loan, that's probably always a negotiating tool or something to ask for. 77% of employees are more likely to stay with a company that provides a comprehensive benefits package. The loser, the one that's on the bottom of the list, uh, does have to wear the other, the, the winner's uh, team's jersey for an entire podcast episode. Let's do it. This podcast is produced by Spin Market and Digital. Welcome to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. We coach people every day on their money and how to plan for the future. As financial advisors, we're here to have an honest conversation and educate you on investing, retirement, and everything in between. And we'll throw in some sports talk along the way. Our mission and goal of this podcast is to improve your money journey and help you create the financial life you deserve. So let's talk money. And sports. Welcome back to How to Money with Cole and, well... One Cole today, but Cole and Cole. My name is Bailey Ashbrook, your host, and I'm sitting here with Cole Jasky. Hey, what's up? What's up? Welcome back. You're yeah, up. it's nice. It's nice. I know uh, Cole P unexpectedly uh, out today. I I'm back. You know, I had uh, last episode uh, had a nice little little break, so uh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, we have our girl Caitlin Clark here sitting S- in for special her, guest. Yeah, but uh, you know, we're thinking uh, Cole Cole's son David had a had a little accident. Yeah, a little so. biking accident. He's in the hospital, so we're thinking of him and prayers. And of course, we miss Cole P, but we'll make it work today. Yeah, we got a great episode today. We still got Caleb. How's it going, everybody? Didn't you just have some breaking news for us? Yes, I did. You um, showed your phone as the intro <laughs> yeah, went. Yeah. I was like, we're real breaking news. So here. last night was Monday Night Football, <laughs> and it was. Feared that Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles, and as of 13 minutes ago, Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles, so he is done for the year. That's crazy. So it plays into his Jets career. Crazy, you know, part of that trade, too, is he, Rodgers, um, for the draft pick, for the Packers to get the draft pick, because uh, however the trade worked, Rodgers has to play 7 per, I believe 7%. 70%. Of, 70? Or, it's 70? Yep, 70%. Okay, I met, I, someone, whoever told me this, I was like, I was curious. He has to play 70% to what? Of to, the... For the first round pick to go to the Packers. Yeah, so the uh, Packers, one of the picks. pretty much as it sits now, they're going to be out, out the, but I don't know if it's over his contract or, or what it is, but yeah. That's lot, a tough injury. They still won yeah. though. They they did still win last night. They were, it was the fourth play of the game. So talk about a buzzkill for, for Jets fans. And I think that kind of went down, but then they won a walk off in overtime, a punt return. Foot, uh, football is back. Yeah. It's full force, man. Yep. Our uh, combined you- record of the teams we like is one and three. So. We've ba- been better, but... Bailey and Luke's Cowboys, the only winners of week one. I just support Luke. I literally was putting Camden to bed, our youngest, and the game started, and all I hear is, go, go, I was screaming, and I was like, we have children in the house. <laughs> we'll report that later. But yeah, and then the Hawks won. Go Hawks. Yeah, it's kind of a typical uh, yeah. Iowa State game. I thought it was kind of boring. Uh, highlights, I didn't watch. Yeah, highlights <laughs> would be too low. You know, I, I talk about uh, my, my uh, local alumni, Southeast Valley formerly yeah. Prairie Valley, to uh, starter, or Aaron Graves didn't start, but played a lot on the defensive line for Iowa. And then uh, Kyler Fisher, uh, both uh, Gowrie, you know, area natives. natives. Yeah, both uh, having a significant impact on the football field. I'm sure there's others that I'm not aware of, but they're both, you know, a couple that I'm I'm pretty familiar with. So that was pretty cool to see. It's fun. It's a fun time. And yeah. then yeah. Ben Agley, our summer intern, Northwestern football, they upset Drake football. 
and he had like a big tackle at the end to solidify the win. So congrats, Ben. Shout out, Ben. So yeah. we'll have to make sure and send the podcast. He has sure a really listen. cool clip. I wish I could find it where he threw a player, like literally sumo slammed a player down out of bounds. And like, you know, he was hyped. Doing like, the yeah, flex. Yeah. yeah, his sister sent it to me. So if you like, find it, I'll drop it in right yes, now. <laughs> That's I- awesome. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll have his sister send it to me. He goes to the flats to Campbell. It's Campbell once again. Campbell trying to spin back in. He is taken down along the sideline there. Tough tackle by Ben Egley. But we're going to make a little pick, aren't we? Yeah. So, uh, you know, Cole's not here to to make his Super Bowl predictions, but um, we're all going to make our our Super Bowl predictions with a winner. And at the end of the season, or we'll look back, you know, after the football season and um, I think the, the we didn't decide what the winner's going to get yet, but we did decide the loser, the one that's on the bottom of the list, uh, does have to wear the other the the winner's uh, team's jersey for an entire podcast episode. Let's do it. Yeah, if I lose, you won't even see me with it. So I'll have oh, to we'll move make one you. Of the we'll make you. <laughs> we'll put them on camera for. We'll move a camera for you, and we'll post the photo all over social media. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So who's going to go first? I'll go. All right, Bailey. I got the Super Bowl being the Chiefs and the Cowboys. One, because the Chiefs, I love Patrick Mahomes. Two, the Cowboys, I got two because my husband. And three, the Cowboys are going to lose in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Chiefs are own one They did lose to the Lions hey, week one. But it's okay. Long season. It is. Who you got, Cole? All right, Cole. Uh, I'm going to go. Unfortunately, the 49ers beat the Steelers week one, dominated, not even close. I, you know, kind of took the air out of my Steelers hype balloon. Uh, so I'm going to go 49ers, Dolphins. The Niners. And the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl. Ooh, right. I love it. So, so I could not decide, and you just decided for me. I was, couldn't decide between the Bengals and the Dolphins, who I wanted to pick for the AFC. So I'm going to go 49ers, Bengals, and I'm going to go the 49ers win the Super Bowl. Okay. Niners are hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to go 49ers. We'll see, you, we'll see what Cole P. We'll give him an extra week. Yep. Yeah. A little leeway. Let's see if we can predict what he's going to say. Bills, Eagles. I have no idea. <laughs> That's I. I bet he. I bet he's on. You think there. So? I bet he's on the Eagles train, and I can yeah. see him taking the Bills. Yeah, Bills, oh. Eagles, and yep. he'll probably pick the Eagles to win. Or he'll be a, a fan guy and take Denver, even though they're zero and one. And you know. <laughs> yeah, a, I don't think. I, I don't. Just think like his do. Cubs, every yeah. week he gets yeah. real jacked <laughs> yeah. up about them. <laughs> All right. Well, so tune back in in February to see who lost. Yep, because that's why. See so who's jersey right? someone's saying? wearing. I hated more lo- than losing than I like winning. Like that is me to a T. Like I don't. <laughs> I, I just hate losing. You mess it up a little bit, but, but it, I, I, it's, a, it? it's like uh, you know. I hate to what I hate to lose more than I like to win. Thank you. Yep, so true. Okay. All right, we got our picks. Let's roll on today's topic. Last episode, you should go back and check it out. We uh, taught employees the type of benefits you should look for, things companies should offer you, and how to like really negotiate finding the right job and all the things it can offer you. So today we're going to talk about business owners, what and how to offer your employees benefits. And Cole J, why is that important? Like, why are we going to talk about this? Yeah, I think uh, you know we were reviewing our outline for the the episode, and you know you do. Well, you know, shout out to you. You do a lot of the front end work. Cole P and I, you know, we, we get to show up and you get to and, show up and look good. Yeah. Yeah. Talk look, good. Pr- look pretty. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you know, but I, I love the tagline you put in our, our agenda is like setting business owners up for successful ways to give benefits and to keep great employees. Like, I think that's a, you know, we're, we're looking at what we're going to talk about and that uh, truly is what we want, you know, our listeners to get out of this episode. And, and really that comes down to, you know, what benefits, how to implement benefits, you know, are people wanting to have, or if you're, you're starting that inquiry process as a business owner, 
um, and, and looking to go down that rabbit hole or, or, you know, the, all the different options that are available. And then really comes back to is why are you offering benefits to keep people, to hire people, recruit and, yeah. and, uh, people really keep good people. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them happy. And I saw this, uh, stat 77% of employees are more likely to stay with the company that provides a comprehensive benefits package, which just saying like, if you're good to me and help me out and give me benefits, I'm good and loyal to you type of thing. So I think it's very important. And you do this a lot, Cole J, don't you? Help like some small business owners, medium size, all sorts of business owners get started. So what would be, let's talk about retirement plans. I'm a business owner. My business is booming. I have employees, they're growing, but I want to keep them. I want to keep them happy, but I'm like, okay, it's time. It's time to offer them simple IRA, a 401k. What should I do? How do I even get started? Yeah, I think, uh, I know we had on a prior episode what the stats say the the most important priorities mm-hmm. are to a uh, to an employee. But I think when you, you ask a business owner, you know, do you have benefits or, or are you thinking of implementing benefits? There's probably two that really come top of mind retirement and in the health insurance or metal, you know, medical insurance, dental vision stuff. Yeah. But, you know, you asked about the retirement plan side and I think that's, you know, we did a 401k campaign this year and really made that a big piece of like, we want to service and help business owners, uh, you know, manage their foreign Ks or implement foreign Ks and, uh, or retirement plans it doesn't have to be in a foreign K, but really uh, back to that, there's two types that I would say, um, most, most businesses have there are, you know, you get a larger business or very, you know, niche area, you might get into something different, but a foreign K or a simple IRA. And really it comes down to, you know, how much involvement you want to have as a business owner or how much structure you have. Um, because the foreign K does require more, you know, input, uh, administrative tasks uh, for the business owner or their staff to implement versus a simple IRA. Um, it's it's really what the word is. It's simple. simple. Yeah. It, and it's an acronym, but uh, it is really easy to administer. It's easy to get people enrolled. It puts a little more um, of the administrative duties on like a financial advisor or a financial services firm. But really a, a key a key factor would be to, to have the conversation. If you are wanting to implement a retirement plan is to, to go into, you know, the different types of plans first and see the pros and cons. And we've talked about, you know, on Edu- other, yeah, other episodes, the different types of, of plans and stuff too, in more detail, but I know we're going to drop in the, um, I got a little chart and it shows you like design features and what you can do in a simple IRA, what you can do in a 401k. And then again, a safe Harbor. We didn't really go into that, but it just says like, if you have a hundred or few employees, this is kind of where you fall or if any business can establish and just the limits. It's a cheat. It's a, a cheat sheet, sheet to kind of say, Hey, yeah. what, what would it can kind of, uh, get you narrowed down to the, um, maybe like, okay, I know I'm probably going to go this direction. You can start to explore more. So little snippet we'll, we'll throw in the show notes, um, uh, for you to, to review yeah. and look at. So I'm a business owner, Cole. I've decided, yep, the 401k is the way I want to go. I think that's the right direction. I want to provide this to my employees. It's very important to me to retain these great employees. And I also want to provide them a tool that allows them to save for retirement. What's my first steps? Yeah. I mean, your first steps would be really is the plan design. And most, most times the process is you, you need to reach out to either a financial advisor like us, um, and we'll coordinate this or quarterback this, not to use a you know football term, we'll coordinate the process for you. Um, and, and you will go in and hire a third party, uh, administrator or a TPA is what they're called. And they will actually draft. It's kind of like a, an attorney for your foreign K they'll draft all the, the plan documents and, and they're going to take you through basically all the different options. And they're really going to be the ones that, that help you with 
okay, here's the structure of business. Here's the type of 401k you really have because there are a lot of different types. And you'll, they'll ask you, what type of match do you want to provide? Do you want to do a profit share or not? Or do you want to offer loans? Do you want to do Roth? you know, or pre-tax. There's like, a lot that goes into yeah, this. Yeah. Do you want, do you want to pay the fees or do you want your employees to pay the fees? You know, all, all those, all those things. And that TPA will kind of lead that conversation. And then after that, you have all the plan documents designed or they say, yep, yep, you're good. You'll go to a, what's called a record keeper. So um, for our listeners, you know, common ones out there, principal, uh, empower, fidelity, fidelity. They're record keepers. They're the ones that when your employees go to enroll, they're going to go to fidelity.com or whatever it is to, to enroll and sign up through there. That will be more on your end or the advisor's end to go and get basically a, a, an RFP or a request for proposal and say, hey, here's my business. Here's the type of plan I want. Here's how many employees I have. You know, what what type of pricing, what options, what benefits are you going to provide to my employees? And I love this because we legit just did this for a company won't say their name but growing company growing really fast like have a great setup of how they're taking care of their employees and so we sat down and we did this exact same thing we reached out to the tpa went through all the niches and we went and helped them through the prospecting we helped them select the third party administrator we sat down with the employees we went and met with them and we're like hey, okay here's where you log in here's how you enroll here's what the investment selections are like and that right there you could tell how much their employees appreciated that like that extra add-on value that the company, I can't say their name, was provided to their employees. Like, look, we found this advisor and these company, and they're going to help us with this 401k, and they're going to guide you to use it correctly. That, that's I was hoping that's where you were going with that, is uh, it really going through this process of whether you're implementing a 401k or making a change to your, your benefits package, you know, it really gives you an opportunity to uh, express to your employees, you know, your how much you care and what the benefits you're trying to provide. You know, you're trying to provide the best to retain that, that good employee. And it does take, you know, it, we're in a very competitive, you know, labor market. It takes, you know, a, uh, you know, all these benefits, you know, to, to retain good people. Cause there are companies that are offering them out there. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the statistics, but to, it is so costly to hire someone, train them, keep them and then go turnover. Turnover yeah. is, oh my gosh. And then now you have to bring someone new and take the time to train them and hope they stay. So these little add-on value add-on, like a 401k, it's huge. It's huge, in, it's huge in today's world. Okay, Cole, you also have an example. You helped a company transition from a simple IRA to a 401k. How did you know it was the right time or how did they know? Yeah, so um, growing business, uh, this, is, this is kind of a, uh, a case study for implementing you know, benefits this business would be. I started with them. They were one of my early on business clients. They had, you know, I call it 15 employees, maybe. I'm probably more than that. It's somewhere in that range. They wanted a retirement plan. Uh, they wanted to do a simple IRA. We did that. It was easy to implement, easy for the staff, everyone to enroll. We got there. They've now grown to, you know, I'll call it 60 plus employees. So a lot of rapid growth over the last five, 10 years. Um, and now we're in the process of transitioning them from a simple IRA to a 401k. Um, and in this particular case, the business owner wanted to have access to be able to contribute more money, you know, personally for, for him and his family. And then also he wanted the ability for his employees to be able to uh, do Roth contributions. There's now going to be the ability, it's not implemented yet, but to do Roth matching contributions. He wanted some of that um, for his employees and as well as to be able to implement um, some more structure 
you know, from a distribution process, mm-hmm. he, you know, um, loans, you can do loans in a 401k. You cannot do that. Or your employees can take loans. You can't do that in a simple, simple. IRA. So we're going through that process right now where we're, we're implementing where we've coordinated with the TPA. We've designed the plan. Um, you know, there's a little more moving pieces when you have an existing plan mm-hmm. like this. We have to do some notices and stuff to the employees, but, but it's a, it's a fun thing to see them yeah, evolve. I was just going to yeah. say the growth and involvement and yeah. having them. That's awesome too, that he has you to make, help make those decisions. Like, Hey, am I ready for a 401k? Yep. Like the simple IRA is going great, but I really want the benefit. Yeah. One for myself, it is a benefit as a business owner and two for my employees, especially that raw. And it was a coordinated, you know, his, his CPA, I'd been pushing for it for the last couple of years. And his CPA was the one that finally was like, yeah, you, pr- this is the year we probably should do it. And then there was just some deadlines. We were trying to do it last year, but it didn't, didn't quite work for some deadlines. But um, yeah, it was a coordinated process with the CPA's attorney, you know, everyone to make sure we were all on the same page on that and, and you know, going to the next step. Because it was going to create a little more expense to the business. His right. match is bigger. But he knew for, he's looked at his budget. Yep. He knows his goals. He's very in tune with his business. Yeah, he knew right away what we were doing the math. That was the first thing. Yeah, this He's a numbers guy, uh, the owner of this business. And he went right, well, it's going to cost me X amount. But he's also looking, well, now I can contribute. Mm-hmm. My wife and I are in, you know, we pay ourselves from the business. We now can contribute X dollars more on a, you know, pre-tax basis or whatever they want to do. So he was seeing some tax savings for himself personally, and then some deduction um, from the match side of, from the business end. So it was a win-win. And then also, um, I think we were improving the employee experience mm-hmm. um, from the simple IRA to the 401k with the technology, the ability for them to now take loans versus having to call and you can take a distribution out of a simple IRA, but you pay penalty and taxes versus the loan. Yeah. We're never advocates yeah, for that. Yeah. I was that. just going to say disclosure yep. asterisk. We're not advocating for it, but we understand yep. life. Yeah. And, and, and some of this is when you're doing the plan design, it's a lot of subject to the nature of the business you're in. Mm-hmm. Industry by industry, um, that's the value of working with an advisor, TPA. They're going to kind of say, hey, here's here's what's common in your industry and here's why. Yeah. So um, I will say this because you've been doing the 401k retirement plans for a while. And this was the first time this year that I've gotten my feet into it. And they're like, I couldn't imagine not doing it with someone like an advisor because there are so many nuances, so many little things. And then just like getting it set up, talking to employees, like I'm still consistently talking to a few employees, helping them get enrolled in rollovers. And it's a lot of work. There's, I, I don't, don't know. We know, we always are quoting stats, but don't know. But there's, I'd say below people that below 50 full-time employees, um, not a lot of them have retirement plans yet. That's crazy. Yeah. And even the ones that I, I think we have a lot of those type of businesses around here on Fort Dodge. And, um, I know a lot of business owners that, that have that, you know, anywhere from zero to 50 and they, they don't have anything for their employees or themselves that's ran through the business. Mm-hmm. Most of them are planning, you know, on their own or, right. or outside of their business. But, um, yeah, it's kind of shocking to think about. Yeah, it's definitely got to be industry-based, like where you're located-based, yep. but I, I do think it will be an ever-growing important thing for companies to offer to be really having competitive employees. Hey there, listeners. This episode of How to Money with Cole & Cole is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about you, but for me, finding the work-life balance of being a husband and father and working a job has been so rewarding, but it also can be so exhausting. And that's why it's important for me to take care of my health, and not just my physical health, but my mental health. And that's where therapy comes in. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service. And you know what's great about it? It's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of challenges. To get started, 
You just have to answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you with more scheduling flexibility at a more affordable price. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com CFG to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash C-F-G. All right, a little dollars and cents time, boys. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. For the record, yeah, thank Cole you. P does it better. We, we had a little substitute. <laughs> okay, I didn't think okay. he did bad. Cole, no, it was good. Cole, he, Cole he gets takes excited. Pride. He takes pride yes. in his dollar dollar bills. <laughs> All right, today's topic, student loan payments resume October and the interest started September 1st. I'm shocked. I'm shocked the government did not forgive me. I'm just kidding. I shouldn't be so sarcastic. But federal student loan borrowers haven't had to make payments in over three years. But the outstanding loan payment freeze is coming to an end. And you will start paying starting October. Cole J, do you think everyone's prepared? You know, I hope. And, I, and I, I'm always an optimist of like people were, were making those principal payments you know, even though the deferred payments, you could defer them and not pay. And you just, you know, there was some times where it wasn't accruing interest. Now it's accruing interest, all that good stuff. I, I always I'm hoping hope, people are taking yeah, advantage of they it. They were taking advantage in any payment they were making. It was a principal payment, you know, to, to mm -hmm. there. But if not, you know, make sure this is coming, you know, yeah. and it's really, it's here. Um, so, so make sure you're reaching out to all your resources. Uh, again, you know, we can put some yeah, of the links. I'm going to put some of this because there are some, sorry, I interrupt you, but there are some things that have changed. I know a lot of servicing loan people like your loan where it was serviced at is probably not serviced at the same place. So you need to go see who's servicing your loan and find it and make sure your information's correct. There's a couple links. You can make sure your contact information is correct. You can make sure you find your correct servicer. Yeah. So similar to most of our listeners probably have had a mortgage, right? You get a mortgage, uh, you know, from whatever bank it is, you go and you sign the documents. And then two months later, you get a letter saying, Hey, um, your new servicer for your mortgage is, is XYZ company. Basically what happened is they packaged that up, you know, or, and either sold that mortgage off and someone else is servicing it. Same thing. A lot of the agencies, you know, the federal agencies, things have changed, names have changed, or the loans have been a new servicer has yep. taken over or absorbed that yeah. student loan. Um, so they're now who you got to, got to make that payment to. So it's really one of those things of a lot of times you'll get a letter and you just sew it away, not knowing. Yeah, what it is. Don't like, do that. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't make any sense, but yeah, I know there's a lot of resources out there. This is all over the news. So yes. make sure you're, you're going out and, and if you do have a student loan, you know, understand, you know, there are payments you need to be making, need to start getting that down. And, and I know it's, we're going to get in this, uh, it'll be smiling. interesting with inflation. And Why are you smiling? You're because smiling. I'm like, people should have done it when <laughs> you shouldn't have paused. Like I'm, I'm not negative about it, but I just feel personally you signed for that loan. And if you think someone else is going to take care of your responsibilities, it never seems to work out. So we talk about all the time, um, take care of yourself first, do your budget, make sure you're not living out of your means because I'm sure there are, 
And I'm hoping not. I'm sure there are some people that took a couple more vacations the last three years. Or, you know what I mean? And then inf- or inflation is impacting them. So they now it's going to get a little tighter for them. Because I don't, I don't know what the average loan payment is, interest rate is right now, but it's not low. No, and especially on, um, you know, all type of loans. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, we're in that in that period where it's it's uh, it's rather expensive. And, you know, make sure uh, you pay your student loans, everybody. Yeah. Bailey, no student loans. Caleb, All right, no student loans. loans. Yeah. So yeah. no student loans in my house anymore. So for quite a while, thank God. They are painful. It is yeah. a painful payment, but you'll feel better when it's out of the way. So good to know. Get your loans paid. Well, speaking of, you know, I just thought of this, you know, I know there are a lot of uh, recruiting. We're talking about recruiting, retaining people. Um, You know, there are a lot of businesses. These are rather large businesses generally offering this, but help with loan payments, student loan repayments. So think of, uh, we're really coming from the employer side right now, you know, as a, but as an employee, if you're, you're getting recruiting to a large company and you got a student loan, that's probably always a negotiating tool or something to ask for. Say, Hey, I've Match got my payment. Yeah. yeah I, or I've got XYZ student loan. I know medical field. That's very mm-hmm. common where, you know, a doctor will get some of yes. his student loans forgiven or paid for based, you know, on his contract things there. But that is, there are uh, large companies that are offering that, offering that uh, as a recruiting tool for people. Yeah. Or if they're even offering, Hey, do you want to go back and get this degree or yep. this graduate degree? So yeah, definitely negotiate that. So another important benefit people add is the medical side. Get into that, Cole J. Yeah, so pretty relevant right now. Um, We're in the time period. I I was just telling Bailey, I'm going through this right now with one of our businesses where we're making some uh, selections on our group health plan, our old plan. Um, We're in Iowa, so Wellmark is the primary, one of the primary providers. Uh, Our old plan's not being uh, available for the next upcoming year. So we're having to make selections for our, our staff and me personally, um, or my family, you know, on what we're going to make changes to, to our health plan. So we have something for next year, but that is a, you know, I would say probably to me from an outsider, one of the most daunting ones is the health insurance side, because it's the most relevant that people use need. Yeah. And need, uh, you know, they're using it weekly. Yes. You know, if you got kids, whatever it is you know, that you're using your health insurance all the time. And, and that, um, that's one as a business owner, when you're, especially if you get to a size where there's rules where you have to offer some type of plan 50 and above, um, full-time staff, you do have to offer some type of, uh, health option or health insurance option for your employees. It become a very daunting task. So I, I'm a huge advocate for, for partnering with someone that is a specialist in the group health arena. And that's, that's, uh, even what I do, I, I'm very familiar with it, but I, I'm referring, I'm asking a lot of questions, this individual, even going through this, I'm like, what is, you know, out of They're pocket, so family, confusing. deductible, coinsurance, yeah. all this stuff. But, um, you know, it is a, is an important piece to, to make sure you're just, you're educating yourself, but you have a you know proper partner that you can refer on and feel like you trust to help guide you in that direction. How do I find the proper partner? Yeah. I mean, I'd always start like, I always start where your property and casualty insurance is first. So, so who does your commercial insurance for your business? You have a commercial policy, maybe a work comp policy and kind of go through that channel. If you don't know, um, and say, Hey, who, and they might do it. Not all PNC providers do health insurance. So, um, but, but they will have someone they're referring to a lot of times that's part of their conversation with work comp, other, other, uh, commercial benefits or commercial insurance, stuff. Or, you know, like us, we have referral partners. Um, I, I feel like we, yeah. you know, again, using that quarterback analogy, we do coordinate a lot of these, uh, 
quarterback a lot of these conversations. And we do have um, nice referral partners that, that we think would would set up well with do our business owners. Do a great job yeah. and take care of you. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so you got I got my retirement plan set up. I got my medical insurance set up. My employees are happy, but I still want to do some more. What about like life insurance, disability insurance? Yeah, so uh, again... Um, I'd say like short-term disability, that's that's the next one that kind of comes up. Or group life. Mm-hmm. I'd say group life probably more more common than short-term disability. Um, again, that's, that's a conversation a lot of times goes hand-in-hand with the health insurance provider. A lot of times they are the group or the whoever the individual that's... Uh, uh, helping you with the health insurance a lot of times can provide the group life. We can we can obviously provide services in that arena. Not something we specialize in, um, but again, we have more referral partners in that. But kind of comes down to is looking at the needs of your employees. You know, if you think that's a or your employees are constantly asking for that, or if you're getting new hires, um, I think that is you know the group life, especially something that's really really cost of you know, effective benefit. It's not very expensive for you as a business owner, or it's an, uh, a voluntary benefit that you're providing the conduit for the Correct. employee to select that life insurance. You it's know, not a cost. Yeah. And it's not a cost. You just, you just have to, you know, basically deduct it from, from the payroll, but that is something a value add, you know, you set up, you know, as a business owner, you, you set up that relationship and then you're providing it. The employee still pays for it. Value add. Yeah. yeah. And I think the big thing as the business business owner too is like know your goals, know your budgets and know your legal implications, but then finding the right people. Like finding the right team. I'm not saying we are the best team for everything, but for 401k or something like that, finding people you trust that you know are going to take care of your employees and that's kind of why we did the 401k campaign in the beginning of the year is because we're like, we're local providers. Like we can actually sit here and have a conversation with their employees. And people love that. Like no one wants to be on a robo phone getting tossed around. Everyone just wants personal value ads. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I do think one, you know, talking point we probably need to, you know, always consider is, is the budget. Yeah. You know, that's the downfall with benefits, health insurance and, or, or any, or even a 401k. Um, if you're committing yourself or you're committing to, to a match, you, you do always have to be aware of the budget. You know, it's not only you're being competitive, but you also have to be sustainable as a business. Otherwise, there's no need for employees. I was going to say that I'm sure a lot of times there's business owners that grow way too fast than they anticipated. And now they feel obligated to maybe give some of these benefits. And yes, you want to be able to do it, but you want to do it correctly. So you're not also putting yourself in a bind where you are going to hurt yourself and your employees on the back end. So a good action step, you know, if you're, if you are a business. I was going to say, when with, do you know? Yeah, yeah if you it. are a business without a lot of these benefits that we're talking about. Say you don't have anything in place because you you have eight employees. You're just kind of getting maybe three or four years in, and you're really seeing growth. And now you're you're having trouble hiring because you don't have health insurance, or 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 their your employees are asking about a retirement plan. I think you really need to sit down and just do an exercise of like, okay, what are maybe the top? What's the top benefit that you know my current staff or um, the recruiting needs of people I'm trying to hire need and then prioritize them from there and say, Hey, I, I'm not going to do them all at once. I can't afford to do them all at once. Or it's just overwhelming to add yeah. a retirement plan, health insurance, group life, you know, vision, dental. For the first time ever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. So uh, you gotta, you go through that and maybe you start with one this year, like, Hey, I'm going to get a health insurance policy for, you know, people to enroll in and are my employees to enroll in for, for next year, I'm going to get that implemented for the 2024 year. Mm -hmm. And then the following year, you know, you're like, I'm going to look at retirement plans. That'll be for 2025. I'm going to try to implement a retirement plan. And that's another thing is not that you want to, you know, give 
wishes without answers, yeah. you know, as an employer, but you know, if you're, you're showing the action, action steps to your employees, if, if you're at least having the conversation, like, Hey, I don't have this yet, but it's my goal. Yep. And this is how I'm going to get here. And if you work hard and we work hard, we'll get there together type yep. of thing. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think we've talked about a lot of the good benefits we can add, the things employees should look for, the things business owners should look for. What are you guys like? What are benefits like Caleb, especially you? What are benefits? What would, what would you say? Like, yes, I will stay here because I want this benefit and it's important to me. Um, I think having good health insurance is probably the most important. To Cheryl, me you better be point. listening. Yeah. Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl. Um, yeah, probably health insurance would probably be my number one right now. It's probably because it's the most costly, like instant cost for people. Direct yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're seeing it every week. You know, you go to the doctor, you buy yeah. medicine, medication. My yep. son was in the ER Friday. Like I just couldn't imagine. So, yep. Yeah, busted that's, that's what Wait, I would. What do you think is important, Cole? I. We don't have any stats. Yeah, Usually, it's, it's stats. But it's, I'm just going off feeling. It's interesting. From I'll I'll come from two angles. First angle, my my business owner cap would be health insurance. Mm -hmm. You know, because I I think for, as a it, recruiting tool, that's probably the first question I get a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Like, what's your health insurance plan? Or you know, do you have health insurance? Do you offer it? So I'm like, okay, that's probably been ingrained in my brain. That's something that I, that I, makes need, to, sense, though. I need to have in my back pocket or a, ability to offer that someone for me personally, I, you know, I, I sitting as a financial advisor and personally, I, I think the retirement plan is probably, uh, the most important thing. Cause I think that gives you, I, I'm a shocker for, you know, Bailey's made for, I'm a control freak, but I, I think people, the, if you save in a retirement plan and you're saving dollars, whether it's through the business employee, employers giving you a match, and you're a diligent saver in providing that, you know, back end security for yourself. It gives you options down the road. And I think that's the one thing. It's a delayed gratification thing, but I, I think that's one of the most important. Um, obviously, you know, you've got to always have some type yeah. of health insurance in place. But as a, a you know, personally non business owner, I think that that one is is of most importance to me. Yeah. I would say a match for sure. Like a Roth bucket match, like give me that all day. Because and it's so situational too, like health insurance isn't important to me because my husband has it. So yeah. like, you know, that also makes a difference too, like who you're recruiting, if you're married, single kids, no kids, all that kind of things. But I get why people say medical for sure. But I also think that matches like people don't realize how powerful it is, I guess I would say. Yep. So yeah. And then there's other fun stuff. Workers comp, flex spending accounts, PTO, family leave. There's all sorts of things you can culturally add to your company. I know like, we're really big on like experience at our office. Like if someone has a sick kid or like, um, we, all of our kids are in kindergarten together. Flexibility, like, right? Flexi I was just going to say, honestly, flexibility is so huge to me. Like the flexibility I have now one, because I get like, you guys trust everyone trusts to get our, our work done. But two, like if I have a sick kid, I don't want that guilt of like, Oh, I have to be home, but I really should be at work, which I still do. But you know what I mean? At least I don't feel it coming from my office. Yeah. It's, it's, those are one of those you know, benefits you indirectly or, you know, you don't put on paper, but you know, it's like, you, yeah. you know, you get the right people or view the right structure in your organization. Yes. You can provide that. And that is a value add. Absolutely. You're not on paper, but it's, and, and people stay for that. I was just going to say as a business owner, cause this is what we're trying to set you up for success. Know your internal policies, know what's important to your employees, but treat them like you would want to be treated type of thing. And like, I'm sure if a lot of business owners have young kids and they know that and they get that life are just really knowing your culture. Like this is what our culture wants to look like. We're the company that offers these benefits. We also offer these things like just be really in tune with it. On, on a, 
on a personal note, I just thought yeah. about this. Isn't this a weird, uh, weird concept that your kids, chaos, busy, everything happens when you're young. You don't have any money. Yes. And then when you get old, you got all the time, you got more money. Yeah, it's like such a, it's so backwards, you know, like how it works. But Plug it's, to it's, all my mom yeah, friends yeah. too, because I feel like everyone's super, I'm like, why are all my mom friends stressed out right now and stressed and short? I'm like, oh yeah, school's starting. Their husbands are like everyone, no, yeah, football, like sickness is coming soccer, back. Soccer, sickness, like, yeah. like every Christmas holidays are coming. I'm like, wow, they really just like, boom, school starts and the chaos begins. Yep, It's yeah. awesome. It's like yeah. organized chaos. And like, you have no, what you just said, my wife says that all the time. It's, yeah. it's like backwards. It's like we, we yeah. should retire when we're, when we're 20, Yeah, you know, and then unretire when you're 40. When we don't have yeah. to, when it's we like, can commit to work yeah. all the time. Yeah. You don't have sick kids half yeah. the year. You know, oh it's my like, gosh. No, well, no, not like, that ideal. My wife, you know, my wife primarily takes the brunt of all the, all the boys in the house. MVP. But, yep. Well, me and Luke, sometimes we're better about it now, but we weren't at first. Like if there's a sick kid and we both want to be there too so there's that guilt like oh i want to be with my kid but if it's kind of like a sniffle or fever and you know they're like, fine suck it up we're like looking at each other like who's missing work today and like you can tell no one wants to give so like <laughs> i'm like i'm really send good. him to the daycare yeah. well, no, the we video cannot, the yeah. video of the i was watching a video of this of where the dad was like outside the daycare giving him like tylenol right before and like oh he doesn't have a fever you know <laughs> then the, the, the the daycare's calling it you know like an uh, hour later yeah <laughs> i know it is it is crazy so just good things to know as a business owner, though. Things you can, like, implement or just think about. And if you don't know what you're ready for, if you don't know if you're ready for a 401k or simpler or what you can afford, sit down with someone and be like, when? how do I get there? When is it important? When is it realistic? Because those are things I want to start to grow my business. Amen. So before we wrap this episode up, we have some breaking news. Dun, dun, dun. Breaking news. Cole P, text me. Caleb, give it to him. All right. So Cole P texted us his um, Super Bowl pick. So he said he... Um, thinks it's going to be Ravens 49ers, which means I was incorrect with my guess. Mm-hmm. Did he give us a winner? Niners. 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 Ah. Okay. So who who did you have? Let's recap. All right. So I got Niners Bengals and I'm picking the Niners. Oh, so we got two Niners. Yep. I got Dolphins Niners. I'm picking the Dolphins. Wow. I'm the only one without the Niners. I, I know. But, that's, but if, if the Niners don't make it, you're probably looking pretty good. My yeah. dad's a diehard Niner fan. He's going to be so disappointed. When <laughs> but Cowboys, Chiefs, go ahead, and then I'm going with the Chiefs. All right. So you're going for back-to-back. You know, I heard yeah. an interesting stat, and I, I believe it. I'm correct when I say this. There hasn't been like a repeat Super Bowl winner in I was gonna like Google 15 that. years or something like that. The Patriots? Probably. I think so. Yeah, that's probably the Patriots, one of Brady's. Because he had a three-peat, right? I think Brady had a three-peat, didn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Patrick Mahomes is a bad man. That receiving court, that was pretty sketchy. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> okay, let's not get too into it. So, all right. Quote of the day. Every experience, good or bad, you have to learn from it. Patrick Mahomes. In honor of Cole P. Go Cubs. Go Cubs, go. You've been listening to How to Money with Cole and Cole, the podcast of the Central Financial Group, courtesy of Spin Market. To learn more, visit their website at www.centralfinancialgroup.com and follow them on all their social media platforms. For now, I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. And we'll see you on the greens. Four. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated, Member FINRA SIPC. Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services 
referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated. Material discussed is meant for general informational purposes only, and it is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Diversification does not insure against loss. Any guarantees discussed refer only to fixed insurance products and are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.